Now tuning into Fandom Rant Radio. Yes, did I drink flows from the force? I am your father. One ring to rule the more. I'm spy! You're gonna need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista, baby. Remember, the force will be with you. Always. Fine. I'll do it myself. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I got a bad feeling about this. Where's my super suit? It's a trap. <laughs> this is madness. Threw you in the air with the lie. Why so serious? We have a hope. To infinity. Hydra. This party's over. Hello there. All right. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Fandom Rant. We have uh, a sequel to the first episode. It was a great first episode, but we're ready to move on and move into the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, tonight's episode will include some reflections of The Last Jedi. Oh, no. Um, it's going to include a little bit of review, some theories, some opinions, some rants, if you will. But it's going to be great. It's going to be an awesome episode. Looking forward to talking with you guys. We've got... Uh, some fellas here. How about we do a little round table? Let's go. Oh, well, I'm, I'm here again, and it's me, Clint. Oh. Clint is here. Next I guest. I um, Chris Pine, your usual guest. Natasha <clears throat> Romanoff here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We got Clint, Devin, and Ryan <laughs> here tonight. Yeah. There we um, go. There we looking go. forward to a great conversation with you guys. But how about we do this? Let's start with um, Last Jedi. Last Jedi, if you haven't seen it, was the eighth installment of the Star Wars. Uh, hey, if you haven't seen it, go. It's at the Dollar Theater. You're, it's $2 it. Tuesday night. H- how do I say this in words that will translate? You're an idiot. Oh, <laughs> idiot. Wow. If you really appreciate movies and you're a common moviegoer and you still haven't seen it, go see it now. Go see it now. Yeah. Go see it now. No, that's that's hey, like that's too nice, Clint. You're an idiot. No, oh, guys, hey, come on. We have children. All right, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you haven't seen The Last Jedi, borrow it from me. Go see it at the Dollar Theater because I, I love this you. movie. I will it's pay a great you movie. See it. Probably not, but just yeah. <laughs> All right, seriously. Let's hop into this okay. review. So, um, according to Amazon, this movie has a three and an eighth out of five stars. Um, it's rated on Rotten Tomatoes as a 90%. 90%. But here's the caveat. There's a 48% audience score. Aww. <laughs> That's gross. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um, which is the lowest Star Wars audience score ever. ever. Yeah. There's never been a lower one except for the holiday special. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Eesh. Um, that's bad. But yeah, that's sad. It um, Audiences were more satisfied, according to this metric, by um, some prequels like uh, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace. Devin, you look like you need to say something. Wait. Wait, this has a better, I mean, lower audience score yes, than, than Star any Wars prequel. The Clone Wars? The I- movie? Oh, I don't. Did the you check tea, that? The, I didn't check that. Uh-oh, oh, we gotta oh, check that. All right. See, this is why all I'm right. here, guys. I don't even think that has a, that low of a score, to be honest. Play. But let's just. That was see. an amazing lowest, movie. Star Wars. Lowest. Star Wars: The Clone Wars. The animated. With Jabba the Hutt's son. Oh yeah. I thought the plot was just extravagant. Thickening. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> I will see it again. Oh, oh dirty, dirty days. days. All right. 
Wait, let me take this back. Uh, so Last Jedi is not the worst. Uh, yeah, but uh, you're count- welcome, Phantom Rant audience. But counting non-animated. Okay. Live action. So live action Star Wars films, this is the lowest. Right. And, right. and I don't really want to count Star Wars, the Clone Wars movie, because that's like three episodes put into one movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where George Lucas that's actually said, very true. Yeah. George yeah. Lucas was like, yeah, just put it in there. Dave Ferroni. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dave Ferroni's yeah. like, yeah, he's a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say Dave Ferroni is the greatest storyteller of all time. <laughs> all right, I have to go to the back. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Moving on. Okay, no, seriously. Um, so you want to dive into a conversation yeah. about why I got a 48%. I want to ask you guys. We're talking about Last Jedi right now. I want to ask you guys one question about The Last Jedi. What's that question? It's so polarized, obviously. It's so split. There's people that love it and people that hate it. Yeah. 47% of people that voted for this on Amazon gave it a five star and 33% voted a one star. There's such a divide. I don't get it. One person on Amazon even said, I'm a diehard, diehard Star Wars fan, and I'm actually crying how terrible this movie was. Wow. Not even one, two, and three were this bad. It just oh. killed my soul. I wanted to ask you guys a quick question. Um, was, the, was it the general direction taken by Ryan and Disney that has made fans angry, or is it specific things in the movies? Is it like one scene in the movie that's made fans angry, or is it the overall general general direction we as fans want way too much yeah. and it's sometimes over an overabundance because like disney and and disney and all these directors and all of star wars want to please their fans i mean obviously that's how they make money but like in the same way they're trying to make a great movie and you know what i love about last jedi it's a great movie it is yeah that's right i said it oh. it is I a great movie it. it's oh, a great man. movie you may not like it because it didn't oh. have all the star wars things you wanted it to have but still it's a great film and i think over time yeah. people are going to appreciate that more i mean this this is not the first time this has happened right <laughs> let's hear empire let's hear strikes it. back mm. same thing happened because it was it was a Quite a bit different from A New Hope. So people were like, what? This is what I want. I mean, a lot of people loved it at the time, but it was still that same divide yeah. as it did in the fan fan base for this, uh, for Last Jedi. So I just think, give it, give it a few years. People are going to end up loving this, and this is going to be a classic. Oh, yeah. I, I personally, I like the movie as a Star Wars movie, but as, uh-huh. but as a, just a regular moviegoer, who's not that into Star Wars, movie definitely has problems. Okay. The okay. Force, lo- especially the Force love scene or love between Rose and that Finn. That I agree. Okay. Okay. That's bad. The entire the entire casino scene, that's really okay, bad. That's another thing. That bad. was unnecessary. And yeah. also the subplot where Poe's trying to create a mutiny among the crew and everything i did i, I personally liked that i uh, that was pers- little, that, that was not that, that bad i think that, that adds more wrong. no i okay it was for what it for i mean it was okay no, but it didn't for me it felt like it didn't need to be there yeah. i okay maybe it was too much for what the movie could yeah. like handle. i just yeah i just think it adds depth to pose character i think that's the only reason they included that oh, oh that's a good so point because it's just movie. yeah yeah, because um, he had like he was just like oh you're just your typical action hero how like Han Solo originally was. I mean he was like he was a perfect anti-hero, but you didn't know yeah. too much about him. Exactly, it's true. All right, well let's see. That was a great kind of synopsis of that question. Honestly, it sounds like it's a little bit of both. 
some specific things were done in the movie that fans didn't like. Regular moviegoers didn't like that that much as well. Um, and then just the general direction taken by Disney might not have been to some of our standards or our expectations. Um, but I really want to maybe shift and go to the more exciting parts of this movie. I want to ask you guys, what are some of your favorite parts of the movie? Clint is just yeah, all, yeah, like yeah, Clint yeah, is yeah, ready for this. Watch the for, mic. For, okay. You're gonna say the exact uh, same okay. thing I'm gonna say. Um, for no. me, okay. For me, favorite parts of the movie for me are is definitely the spaceship scene where she smashes Ooh, through. That was so cool. The you know how amazing that was. That. That Hyperspacey boy. The entire lightsaber fight. Well, Wait, you can't really call it a lightsaber. Wait, hold say. on. Didn't. Star Wars get an award for audio because of that scene. No, for they Oscars. Got, they got it did for. They, um, they, they both got nominated for sound editing, sound and sound editing. mixing. But they, back to the Oscars. Yeah, but they did not win the Oscars. They didn't win it. They did not win okay. the any okay. of, of the Oscars. It's Star Wars. Yeah, and Cat- Academy hates ultimate snubs. Right. Right. And also, I love the conflicting character, like. Like between Ray and Kylo, it added yeah. more depth to their character. For sure. And that's what I loved about the movie most of all. All right, Devin, yeah. I know you're itching. Oh, all right, Devin's I'm itching. Oh, talking about favorite parts now? Favorite okay. parts. You want to hear my favorite part about this entire movie? Okay. Uh, this is kind of a general. <laughs> Shut your mouth, Clint. <laughs> oh, Clint. Ooh, right over there. <laughs> I just put my foot down. Anyway. Stop that, boy. <laughs> Stop it, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. Back to Last Jedi. Um, my this is kind of a general idea, but I what we, what I loved about Force Awakens so much is that it was so nostalgic, and it brought fans back into the Star Wars universe right, again because it kind of offset with the prequels. We I'm not gonna mention revisiting that. the Mentor, revisiting the Falcon. It, it had not just a, because it was a lot like a New Hope, which they did on purpose, by the way, for anyone listening that disagrees. All right. Let's not, let's not uh, rant too much about anyway, that, though. Anyway, besides, besides that, my favorite <gasps> part it was that it took a stepping... It was a stepping off point for the franchise, that it was... I just keep seeing Tommy in the background. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> everyone knows. Tommy, we've got a special guest into the room. <laughs> Tommy Lundy. <laughs> Thomas just says, hey, dudes. Anyway, right. I like that it was a stepping off the franchise because Force Awakens was to hook the fans back into Star Wars, and yeah. now it's to do their own formula. Because since it's the ninth movie in the franchise, you got to do something new. That's just common sense. It's true. Yeah, yeah. got to keep it fresh. And the yeah. other thing, yeah, of course, that, that throne sequence when, Woo-hoo-hoo. dude, when Kylo Ren... Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler. Not a spoiler. Killed Snoke. Aye! All right. So, all right, I'm going to talk you about think my. Are you done yet, Ryan? Are you, are you done? Are Wait, you done, Devin? Devin? Are you done? Lone Gunman, are you done? I'm done. He's done. <laughs> Clint's done. I just want to. I talk- mean, I could go on for hours. You all know right. What? Just, just my favorite scene. I'm, I have very strong, mixed feelings about this movie. Yeah. But, favorite scene, undeniable, is Snoke's death. Like, I. Obviously, second scene is when Luke throws the lightsaber. Such Just kidding. Shock. That's no one's favorite scene. Um, <laughs> but when Snoke dies, it's just twists everything and creates a whole new direction of the trilogy because it everyone's really expecting everyone's expecting Snoke to be this overarching villain, almost like um, Palpatine and the Emperor. But this kind of honestly gives the bird to that idea, which 
at first I hated so much, but you now did. yeah, I did. But now it's just I loved it. I think I'm I'm finally warming up to the idea that I I'm excited that Disney's doing something new. Wow. And you know, I I can say that uh, I'm I'm saved and I believe in <laughs> Disney. <laughs> salvation. My salvation is <laughs> Yeah. It was such a huge twist cuz like it was. I thought the same thing as Ryan did, I thought it was going to be like, okay, this is the Emperor all over again. They're just yeah. going to do the same thing. Yeah. And I love that they just took that out and also blew everyone's theory out the window. Exactly. Which I love. Which that was kind of like Beat the biggest theory. twist of it all because like all these different components that we mm-hmm. were theorizing like the entire year anticipating oh, or yeah. ever since Force Awakened came two years. out. Yeah, two years. It just... I just love it so much that they kind of threw everything out the window, which made I, me mad too. But at the oh same yeah. time, it definitely made us. It, mad. it was so Wars. cool to see that. Yeah, it is cool <laughs> to see something new. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there's some positive things from the movie for me personally. I don't know if it was just one scene, but Luke Skywalker in this movie just made me so emotional the whole time mm-hmm. because it's Luke, like. This is Luke Skywalker coming back, taking his lightsaber back, and becoming that Jedi Master we thought he was going to be. It might not have happened the way we uh, we wanted, but what's going on over here? It's Ryan. Uh, Ryan's you... actually crying right now. No, whoa, whoa. No, he's not <laughs> crying. But seriously, like any scene with Luke, even though he might have been pouting the, the movie, like I can accept it because literally it's just Luke. You know? Um, right, Jack. I okay. respect that. So there's some good things. Now let's maybe go a little deeper, talk about some squabbles. So we are calling this the squabble alert. alert. So this is when we squabble Squabble. and, um, you know, just complain about a film. So squabble alert, you have your squabble alert. So, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Um, Let's do this. Let's go back around. So Clint, let's see... (laughs) I want one squabble from Clint. One you squabble. only get one. one. Only get one squabble. Only one squabble. Okay, my oh. squabble is really Pacific, and it's at the beginning of the movie when Ray is handing the lightsaber oh, no. back to oh, Luke. No. And she, that was and my it, squabble. And then, <laughs> oh, do you want? Do you want? No, no, no. I want to hear, I want it, to hear but, Clint. But and he's just holding. It's this extremely emotional moment. He hasn't seen this lightsaber <sighs> in ages. Yeah. And I could just <laughs> see Disney just saying. Make that funny, and uh, I hated that. And uh, it, he threw it over the ledge uh, like it was some piece of garbage. Uh, and it, for me, it just said Disney written all over it, oh, like yeah. it was some like some something you'd this, see in a Marvel movie, which oh, exactly. I have no problem with. But sometimes the humor doesn't always work. Exactly. I think Marvel's exactly. also just more. They have more of that comedic style. Star Wars has had a different type of humor in it yeah. i mean that yeah. doesn't seem like star wars it's like it's its own thing it's like it's more sarcastic that's more what sarcastic yeah. but like something i don't know an extremely emotional moment like that and then you just chuck it over his it's shoulder so funny the humor in star wars is just so situational like yeah it's I, always I, I, in the situation like yeah. chewy runs around the corner sees a little mouse droid and it screams like that's the type of humor uh, yeah star wars yeah, the actually. more the more squabble I had was just the humor with this movie. It felt yeah. very hmm. for me. It felt very forced. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, the Mary Poppins. The Mary Poppins. Poppins. Oh, oh gosh, uh, that, that was... I couldn't take seriously. <laughs> Is that your I squabble, was... Devin? No. All right, so <laughs> let's, let's hear. All right, let's hear. Uh, let's hear Devin's. Let's hear Devin's squabble. Squabble. Okay. 
I don't know. I'm trying to choose between because they they know what I hate most about this movie is a four letter word called Rose. Doing talking. I'm Rose. I I can go on ranting about Rose, but I'm talking about the casino scene. I thought out of the entire movie, that was the time where I'm gonna go get up and go take a leak or get more popcorn or something like that. It's just it was so pointless. Star Wars movie. Yes. You would get up out of the theater? Yes, I would. Because I don't want to see you, Rose and Finn. Sure, good Running point. around, riding horses. Weird. Wrecking. Faced horses. Casino tables. Like, and also, here's a huge problem with that scene. That scene would have been entirely worth it if the secret... Um, what was it called? Codebreaker? Was, was Lando, Lando Calrissian. Exactly. Lando Calrissian. That would have made it so worth it. Now I love um oh what's his name? He's and I don't you, you always mention him like I really, always mention you, him all the time. You, every single time. He's in a new movie with Josh. Benicio del Toro. I didn't even have to I just um, never remember his name. I love him as an actor. He's a great actor. He didn't he just so, felt so offset in this movie. Like I liked him. I didn't hate his character that much, but it would have been so cool to see Lando. Yeah. And that would have felt I feel like that would have boosted the movie quite a bit. To oh, see another yeah. old character. Yeah. Oh yeah. The nostalgia Do like you think through they the will roof. Bring Lando into nine. Since they've never really contact uh, Billy D. Williams that played him yet. Not really. I don't know yeah. if that. I mean, I would love to see that, and maybe, maybe JJ CG could... version with. Do they have uh, something with Billy D. Do they have like something against him? I feel like they have something against him if they haven't. Probably. Him yet. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to see Lando. Me man. too. I was just upset with his name too, DJ. It's just that's not a good name. Star Wars. It doesn't you know? seem Star. I felt so offset, and I don't know that whole entire sequence. I didn't need. I didn't need. Yeah. I can honestly skip through that. Yeah, yeah. would have been perfectly fine, and probably even would have even liked the movie even more. And I love the movie, yeah. so I'm not even hating on it that much. I just yeah. thought that was so this unnecessary. Was, this movie was close to being a perfect movie, and I'm honestly saying that like truthfully. This movie, had there been Big a couple talks. of tweaks, would have been perfect. Ugh. But it's hard to put my finger on those things. <laughs> okay, oh, no, Ryan. Devin. No, seriously, that scene. I think another reason that makes it, eh, is because all of it. Just doesn't matter. That whole trip doesn't matter because in it's the completely end, completely pointless. In the end, he just there turns on them. A point to that. It shows that failure is just something that happens in life. It's like a theme throughout the whole movie. Or unnecessary plot. Yes. All right. <laughs> so thanks for that, Devin Ryan. What's what's your biggest squabble with? All right. The Last Jedi. My squabble with this film goes with Clint's. It's the scene where Luke throws the lightsaber. Like Clint said, it ruins a sentimental field that has carried over from The Force Awakens, a two-year gap where people are on their edge, on the edge of their seat, wondering what's what's Luke's reaction. He doesn't say anything. There's nothing in the script for him. We, we're just left with a face. And we're just like, is this his daughter? Does he recognize her? What does yeah. this mean? And then we get to that scene after two years of waiting and anticipation just for him to toss the freaking lightsaber. And it's just so frustrating. I don't know. I'm, I'm warming up to the film and how it's making a new thing, but I still can't warm up to that. It was so funny. I don't know. I feel like it was Disney like making... That? I think it was Disney making fun of the audience in yeah, a way. Like saying, just... like, oh, we anticipate such a dramatic... And I think it would be a little cliche if it was, like, so overdramatic over this. What? But, I mean, I would love that. 
I think at the same time they were just trying to make it more comfortable. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, I yeah. I didn't like it that much either. But it, I think it, it was really funny because moments before I turned to one of my friends, Will. He's probably listening right now. Will ooh. Um, and I was like, dude, just watch him just Will. throw it over his shoulder Will. and say, <laughs> screw it. And then he actually did. So that's what was so funny about it. But yeah, yeah. I totally get where you're coming from. Great, dude. I'm glad you thought it was funny. I'm the only one. All the rest of us sit here in <laughs> anger and frustration. <laughs> yeah. That did not work. All right. Just wondering what could have been. Um, but hey, let's see here. I, th- I know talking before the show, Clint was wanting to say something about Kylo Ren. Go into a conversation about Kylo Ren. Oh, I just wanted. I, I, okay. My favorite character throughout the Last Jedi and the last movie. I don't know why. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. But he's my favorite character in the new Star Wars trilogy. I think he's unique. He's yeah. extremely conflicted. Yeah. I like the way they took it with it, where he's yeah. not conflicting towards the dark side. He's on the dark side, and Bad he's ass. conflicting towards the light side. Right. That's so and he's, yeah. cool. he's, he's And he's like slowly... It's like him slowly stepping towards the dark, but then he makes a step back, and then he goes back in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's what I love about him, and I can't wait to see what they're going to do with him in the new, new movie. Yeah. I th- you think he's going to end up good? No, I okay no. oh, okay I th- theories okay we're talking I, theories right. now I, I just want Clint's opinion of this all right and then we're gonna go into the next part I think they're gonna do a episode six and he's gonna do something to redeem himself at yep. the end mm-hmm. it's either gonna be that or Ray's gonna probably beat him in battle or kill him or something oh. like that okay so. We've, so Devin and Ryan both Devin, really uh, want to chime in. There's a lot of opinions. When we get closer to episode nine, we will absolutely be doing theories yes. and, yeah. and stuff uh-huh. like this. But we are trying to recap uh, <laughs> Last Jedi here. So much. Yeah, I know, Devin's literally holding uh, a pillow over him so he doesn't I just feel go into this. Um, the last last <laughs> thing I wanted to talk to you guys about for the Last Jedi is really the main character of this movie. The whole movie really kind of surrounds this character is Luke. This was oh, Luke's oh. No, this was Luke's movie. This was all about him getting back into the fight. And he didn't really accept that until the very end. Um uh, there was some things along the way like uh some space battles and stuff like that and casino battles, but ultimately the main thing of this movie I'm making some of these guys mad saying this, but in my opinion was Luke. So I, I wanted to ask you guys, was Luke's character was it satisfying or was it hard to watch? I was satisfied. Satisfied. I was satisfied. Dot dot dot. <clears throat> but I was waiting oh, for that. I <laughs> wish. <sighs> I hate to squabble again, but I wish that we just okay. they gave us more of less of Finn and Rose and more of Luke's character. Yes. Like yes. more. Amen. Yes. Like um, there's okay. Here's in case you guys haven't seen deleted scenes are now out with yeah, um, the digital copy of the Last Jedi. Uh, just released, I think it was two Wednesday, Tuesday. So yeah, the deleted scene that I was talking about, it is of Luke after, remember that scene where he says to Ray, you expect me to go out into face the um, first order with a laser sword. And he locks himself, locks his, locks himself into a hut. And there's a scene after that. That he sits down, and this is after the fact. Yeah, he talked true. to Chewie and was like, where's Han? And he goes into that room, and you just it's just 10 to 15 seconds, give or take, of him. 
and he actually there's tears dropping from his face and you just know he's singing about han and then it cuts to the scene oh, of leia when it they come out of hyperspace yeah. it's a cool sentimental deleted scene which i, I just think we wish both agree wish that was in there movie. instead of less of with with less of i would even taken it Rose. just a little well, more why do you think it was not I don't know. That's I think runtime. I think runtime probably. Runtime. Yeah. Runtime. They were already stretching it. This was Maybe, already the yeah. longest running running time for a Star Wars movie ever. It's so. true. Yeah. Um. I I have a second question here, and it was it was Luke underused in the film, and I think you just answered that, just saying yeah, he was underused. Like they could have done without some of Finn and Rose, added some more of Luke. Very much so. I mean, Luke is yeah. probably one of the. Best characters in Star Wars history. Or, or mo- movie, movie history. Movie history, really. I'm going to skip this question, and we're going to end on um, end on this last one. Was Luke's brokenness believable? I think so. I think, I don't know, ever since I've seen the movie Logan, which I don't know if everyone's seen from this, I won't spoil anything. Wolverine. Um, wait, wait. But, like, um, I felt it, it was very much like that because it's, like, old man Luke. And I thought, honestly, it brought so much depth to the character because yeah. old Luke is very unpopular, doesn't have that much depth. He's just kind of like the action hero. He doesn't – I mean, he does in, like, Return of the Jedi. He does in Empire. Yeah. He does go back and forth. But I think in this movie showed so much depth. Yeah. And I thought it was Mark Hamill's best performance as Luke Skywalker. Totally. I completely yeah. agree with that, Devin. Um, if I could just yeah, steal the mic for a second. I, I think it's a great redemption for Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I think he had, I, I agree with Devin totally about the whole entire depth. And this is probably Mark Hamill's like, best performance as Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I have a problem with is the reason for him to be broken in the first place. is yeah. I didn't like the whole entire... The reason, setup. the setup where he was going to kill Kylo Ren and then he backed out at the last second. And then the whole entire, Kylo Ren killing the whole entire academy, taking a few students with him. Yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that for the reason. But besides that, I totally agree with you guys. I think it was a great redemption for Luke Skywalker in the movie. Yeah. Me and Jack have this. I Actually, do you want to share how you thought it would have been cooler how, um, if they started force awakens oh where the flashbacks went so like where yeah. the temple burnt down like what if they started force awakens at that point in time ryan and i had this thought a while back thinking maybe they would have done this sequel trilogy better had they started the force awakens earlier so they started the force awakens when kylo ren was still good when he was maybe struggling with the dark side, and they show that scene. They show Luke uh, going and taking the lightsaber over him. It's not a flashback. It's actually happening. And then they keep Last Jedi where it is. I mean, that's just a really bold thought, bold idea, but that was an idea. Yeah. I think Devin has something to say I about disagree. that. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree with Devin. I feel too. like really. ambiguity in film, I mean, overabundance of ambiguity in film is terrible, but I mean, like, I loved it that we didn't know that much about the character, that we barely knew yeah, anything I, in The Force Awakens, and that's what made us so anticipated for the other movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I get what you're saying, and that would be cool, 
But that just sounds like, oh, okay. We're just rushing right into it. Yeah. It just kind of seems yeah. like a fan-made type thing that wouldn't translate as good on screen as we would hope. I, I guess I would, like the yeah. audience would get lost, too. Yeah. 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 I guess I would agree with that, too. It just throws you off because there's never been any flashback scenes in Star Wars history. Yeah, it's true. Cinema. Yeah, so, it was, so yeah. it would, I guess, yeah. But, yeah. I think that was really good, guys. Um... I'm just going to say something real fast about Luke, and then maybe if you guys want to say one last thing, one burning last thing you have to say about this film. Before we go to before upcoming we, film. We hit our last section of this episode, upcoming news. Uh, <laughs> Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, we got to fill these people in on that. But for me, I felt like Luke was such a believable character in this movie. More believable than Obi-Wan, more believable than Yoda, because if you look at these characters, they ran away from the pain, not because they're cowards, but because um, the grief and the pain is just so much to bear. And I felt that with Luke. I felt it the whole movie, that it was just something that was weighing on him. He felt so bad. He felt responsible. Because if you think about it, he held a lightsaber over his sister's son. Like, think about that. I know, Clint, you mentioned earlier that that's maybe not the best reason for him to become this crazy old man. But in my opinion, I honestly think that if that is such a difficult thing for Luke to think through. Yeah. And the idea of this person has not yet turned to the dark side. And how he created yet Kylo Ren. I know what is coming in the future. Just this internal battle in Luke was honestly so believable to me. And I loved it so much. And it was so hard to watch that ending. Because the whole movie, I was just honestly in my seat. I'm sorry, I just got to say this last thing. In my seat, praying that Luke wasn't going to die. And I mean, this is a spoiler alert. Uh, he does die in the end. Spoiler and that's such, he such somewhere a... Else. It was a beautiful scene. It was so well shot. Just in the sunset, the twin sun setting, and just Luke's cape exactly flying away. exactly how he began his journey. It's, it's so beautiful, but... It was so hard to watch for me. But um, those are my opinions on this movie. Loved it so much. I'm going to open it up for one more minute to these guys. If one of you guys has a, a burning thing you got to say. The only thing I have to say is if he felt so bad about creating Kylo Ren, why didn't he apologize? Because at the end, Kylo goes, are you here for my redemption? He says, no. Like, if he really felt bad about Kylo, why wasn't he... Because he killed Willing. Han Solo. Is that is Spoiler. that? Do you really <laughs> wait, wait, Devin? Do you really think that's why he doesn't think, feel like he can save? I think Kylo? he senses that Kylo is too far gone. Too, that yeah. he's become I think that's a completely true. different person to Ben Solo. Just like how they diversified Darth Vader from Anakin Skywalker. That that's why they always say him as two different people because they were basically yeah. like two different yeah, people. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, honestly. And uh, another thought on Luke, I thought, you know, when I saw that happening, when he like just disappeared, I thought it was bittersweet. I, I wasn't even that, I was yeah. sad that he was gone, but it wasn't as sad as I thought because it would have been so heart-wrenching just like how we saw Han Solo get stabbed. Yeah. Woo! That, and seeing Luke Spoiler do that too, alert. that would be too much. Too I feel way like too that much. would just be a repeat of the last movie, so I thought this was more. It was a better. Know, yeah. It was a better goodbye. A good send off. It was less sad, more. And it honestly feeling gave across that whole Obi Wan Kenobi passing the torch without him being killed. You know. Yeah. Um. Let's do this, uh, guys. 
loved that conversation. I've actually been waiting for this conversation for such a long time. Oh, yeah. This is all right, I'm gonna go out of limb. This is probably one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Favorite got to be Return of the Jedi, and then this is right behind that. Empire. Strikes Sorry, back. to you, Empire nerds. Empire Endor was the best. I think people <laughs> people are too critical. Oh, no. Let's just talk. I hate the Ewoks. I don't Battle care. of Endor. Oh man, the Ewok movies. The oh, Emperor's oh, finest. The Emperor's finest platoon versus a bunch of Ewoks. All right. Um. So great conversation <laughs> about the Last Jedi. We've got some. Extra good stuff for you. Some some upcoming news. Um, so Devin and Clint, you guys want to hit this? Oh yeah, you want to do Sorry, like every wait, other one? Wait, uh, all right, you go first. All right, Scott Eastwood, son of Clint Eastwood, if you don't know, no way. wants to play the next Wolverine. No. Yes. No, yes. It's written up there. <laughs> I maybe see it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's in the future. We'll talk Too about soon. it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's definitely future. I can kind of, I can kind of see it, but yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan wants to play, but I could see him playing like an old beaten Batman. Bruce Wayne. Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne. Flashpoint. He would make a perfect Flashpoint Batman. But besides that, I really can't see anything else. Yeah. If you don't know who Jeffrey Dean Morgan is, he is uh, the big bad on Walking Dead, Negan. Yeah, so. and also he was in Watchmen. If you Watchmen. have seen that, he played right, a comedian. comedian. Yeah. All right. Um, this one I actually was excited for a long time ago. If you don't know who Carl Urban is, Carl. Uh, he was a he played um, Bones in the new Star Trek series. He was also in Lord of the Rings. He's in quite a few things. He played the new Judge Dredd. He wants to play Batman. Well, he's considering it as his, and he was listed before. Ben Affleck was, and I actually originally thought Affleck. that he would get the role instead of Ben Affleck back when, before Affleck was casted. Alright, next thing. Next thing, next item. Let's hear it. Game of Thrones spinoff. Game of and, Thrones? And I'm not uh, currently, like, I, I'm caught up on Game of Thrones currently, uh-uh. can't wait for season 8. But, um, from what I hear, isn't this going to be about the, the war between... I forgot they're getting, you guys are watching uh you guys are currently watching Game of Thrones, yeah, right? We're, we're pretty oh, early on. Only early on season. season. But I'm pretty sure they're doing a spin-off on the war on um Robert's War. Robert's Rebellion. Robert's Rebellion oh. during that time. So that's what I've been hearing, but I'm not totally sure about that, but it's most likely gonna be about that. That's interesting. All right. Now let's talk Uh-oh. about Nicholas Cage. Yes. What is Nicholas Cage? I've been waiting for this for I don't Nicholas know how Cage. many years. Yes. To see Nicholas Cage finally reprise the role. Oh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is voicing Superman. I want to hear what Clinton has to say goes. about this. Hey, what about me? You're skipping me again? I just Uh-oh. wanted to say, I've been waiting this for a very long time since I've seen the picture of him wearing the Superman suit. And I want to hear Nicholas. I don't want I don't want him to change his voice at all. Just straight Nicholas Cage <laughs> as Superman. I you have yeah, to find the treasure. That, honestly, I probably would cry. I'm not going to lie. Oscar. Alright, uh, Buffy, Buffy the Vampire, if you've ever heard of that show, it's a huge pop culture show. Well, right. they're thinking about doing a reboot. Okay, next thing. Yeah, okay. That's not big, guys. Yeah. Alright, Last Jedi novelization explains Snoke's backstory that I that I already said We earlier. were talking about that before the show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Wait, Tomb Raider. That's not really accurate, because neither of Devin and I have read the last uh, Jedi novelization, oh, but it's just giveaway. I mean, Devin just 
That, that was a big mic drop right there. Okay. Yeah, Devin, that was kind of a big mic drop. <laughs> I'm, okay. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> what Everything I just best? said. Let's cut this out. Yeah, erasive. No, don't cut it out. I want to keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tomb Raider, which is coming out this weekend as we recorded this. Um, well, it's originally based on a video game. And if you have not seen Angelina Jolie's version, good. You are not on a lot. Pretty much nothing except Angelina Jolie. The one in because it's 2001. She's a great actress. Oh, course. wait. That was played by Angelina her? Jolie. Yeah. Two movies. She's just Two movies. so Two wonderful runs. in a role. role. All right. So what's She's the just last really agenda beautiful. item? Last news item we want to tell these guys. We all want to hear about Infinity War. Infinity War. Trailer just dropped recently. Is this trailer two or three? This is two. Two. They've had one one TV spot, and they're probably just going to have just TV spots for the rest of the year. Okay, so it dropped this morning? Yes, on Friday, which is right now. Okay. (laughs) However, it is Saturday for you East Coast people. If there's anyone on the East Coast listening, this is Saturday. So we'll (laughs) Also, we're publishing this on sunday so which is going to be our usual day <laughs> but from now here's on. the thing yeah. people could be listening to this throughout the week so this could be monday tuesday wednesday like whatever day you want this to be it'll be that day it's your day i'm not gonna cut <laughs> whenever, you're, whenever you're listening to this that is when you're listening to this we're not cutting any of this out <laughs> it's your day okay so infinity war like a cat poster what you know, oh, like, yeah. mo- you know, like motivational, motivational cat posters. Okay, anyway, Infinity War. Oh. Um, let's talk specifically about the trailer. Um, things that – how about we go around and we say each thing that surprised me or really one thing. We, one one thing, quick thing before we yeah. wrap it up tonight. For I'll start, and then we'll go around, and then I'll close this out. So I saw it on a mobile version. It was so quick. Uh, I didn't really get a whole lot. From it, but to me, the biggest scenes were the ones where Thanos was physically there with Captain America. He was fighting Captain America, and yeah. then he was holding on to Thor's head. Those were two big scenes that I saw yeah. in the trailer. That you know, those might be big parts in the movie. Yeah, mine was less visuals, but the uh, right when it opens, it's the quote from Gamora, and she's talking about yeah. this is the first time we hear, like, unless you're, I think they. Oh, Stayed right. in the comics, but this is the first time you hear in MCU Thanos's agenda with the Infinity Gauntlet. And that is true, yeah. spoiler alert for any of you who have not seen the trailer. Um, I don't remember exactly what she says, but she says, "As long as I've remembered and known him, he's had one goal to wipe out half of humanity and the universe." And the universe. So that, and she said, once he gets all the stones, it's like a snap, and he oh. can just do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, like there's no, there's no going back after that point. That was in the comics. Quote. Yeah, that was really cool. And I don't know, I, I, there were funny parts in the trailer, which I do like that they're still ke- yeah. keeping some comedy. But I think there's gonna be so much emotion in this movie, and for sure, the, I think probably the mo- that. most emotional MCU film, and that's what everybody oh, wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the coolest thing about this um, trailer was. Cap holding on to the Infinity Gauntlet, and yeah. he's, I mean, he's enhanced, but against Thanos, which is the big bad yeah. of the universe, and Cap's just holding on with his bare hands. And I thought that was so. If cool. If you look close, you can see Thanos' eyes kind of like, um, kind of clenched, like he's 
kind of actually, uh, like really trying resisting and kind of like you know yeah yeah trying that's a good way of putting it yeah and i don't know i just think that's like so resemblance of what cap is he and is like i mean he barely picked up the, the hammer in an ultron if you remember that in the in the scene where they're all trying to pick up the hammer and he barely moved it and then thor got worried <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> and but yeah and which also gives a little sad sentiment that he will probably die in this movie we're gonna save this talk we'll save this for another later. podcast okay, we will yeah. be doing a Sorry. another just, just episode based on purely just emotional. predictions about infinity war yeah uh deaths theories opinions well actually no opinions because there's not no content yet all right yeah, not Clint, yet not yet I about just wanted to say for the trailer for me tom holland stole the whole entire thing and the one thing i'm just oh, most yes. ex- the one thing i'm most excited for is at the end where he's like gliding or jumping through the air and he's like web slinging oh, upon those like the floating cool objects scene. or yeah. like when debris as it's oh, falling. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I can't wait for that sequence. And that's all I gotta say. Yeah. Quick shout out to Lone Gunman. Hit your boys up. Um, yeah, Lone Gunman at Twitter. the Lone Gunman underscore on Twitter. On Twitter. On Via Twitter, Twitter guys. Uh, on Twitter. Please. Movie reviews under 140 characters. Also, under we we've had a special <laughs> guest here this entire time. Thomas, uh, say I would love to hear one thing from Thomas. What are you? What are you? This thing about Last Jedi. Green milk. <laughs> it's blue milk. No. I'm also colorblind. <laughs> All right. Well, hey guys, thank you for the conversation. Thank you for listening to our podcast tonight. Um, appreciate all the likes all the followers all the listens everything seriously guys keep promoting us we appreciate it all hey we'll be bringing some people on as guest hosts in the coming weeks so maybe you want to dm if you want to do that um next week we'll have an episode coming at you uh, most likely the hint the the keyword here is maybe ready player one Whoa. that might be next week we don't know yet um but seriously thank you guys um this is Fandom Rant Radio, but formerly known as Castle Rock Junkies. And send feedback. Please. <laughs> <laughs>